What's going on, Mighty Warriors? I'd like to invite you to take a seat and listen up while I share some life experiences that can help you go from merely surviving to thriving. Welcome to Thriving in the Trenches. What's up, Warriors? Welcome to another episode of Thriving in the Trenches. This is actually episode 47, I believe, Um, just a few weeks out from having done this for a complete year. And again, I've mentioned it before, but for me, that's quite an accomplishment. Um, I'm impressed with it, and I hope that you folks are still gaining from it. So yeah, thanks for those of you that listen regularly. Thanks for sharing with your friends. Thanks for just any comments or, or, you know, feedback you've given me. It's, it's all greatly appreciated and all part of the journey. But moving right along, today I want to talk about a couple strategies for just improving our relationships and not necessarily intimate relationships, just relationships with any people. Um, but in doing so, I think this also will help us increase our relationship with ourselves. And so we'll jump right into it. I personally feel like one of the struggles that I've had the most is I'll be, you know, rubbed the wrong way by somebody does, by something that somebody does as, as I'm talking about it or thinking through it, I'm thinking like, why would they respond this way? Because that's not what I would do. Or why didn't they do this thing? That's what I would have done. I would have called, I would have said this, I would have done this action, you know, and I'm comparing these actions or this other person's actions to mine in a sense of where I'm expecting them to do the same thing that I would do. And here's the thing is you can have two people grow up living the exact same life, doing the exact same things day in, day out. And just because we're all made so differently, we're going to be different. We're going to be wired differently and respond to things in a whole different way and process things on a different level. And so if we're all different and we all process information different and handle situations different, by expecting somebody to respond the way that I would respond every single time, I'm really just setting myself up for failure. Some people do, they do certain things in order to try to please the people they care about in order to to keep them happy, to satisfy them. And we can get into whether that's healthy or not in certain situations, that's a whole nother topic. But either way, somebody may try to anticipate what I'm asking for or what I would want in a certain situation. But at the end of the day, even that anticipation of theirs is based off observing me and trying to figure out my mindset and what's going on in my head. They don't know exactly how I think. They can't know because they haven't lived the exact life and the exact processes that I've gone through. And so, and so I think one of the first points here in terms of improving relationships and minimizing conflict is to not expect people to do as I would do. Again, they're not me. They're different. The next thing I wanted to talk about, I've kind of referred to as like my five minute rule. Um, in the past I've talked about, 
you know, not reliving traumas in our life, not just telling that same story to everybody all the time, every day, and just drilling it down into our minds. But again, I do understand that we need to vent stuff out, or sometimes we need a sounding board and we're talking for the sake of getting feedback and working through something. And I think that's a whole different situation than just, you know, basically whining about our story all day long. But I give myself, and I try to stick to it pretty regularly, um, it's, it's my five-minute rule. When something really offends me or there's a situation that has me extremely upset, I do have a few people that I talk to and, you know, I would typically let somebody know I have a friend. It's like, hey, man, I need my five minutes. And that's kind of our little catchphrase that lets the other person know, like, I don't need solutions. I don't need you to try to fix me. I'm not having this. This isn't necessarily a topic for like constructive discussion. This is give me five minutes to like blow all this junk off my chest to kind of like get it out to, to just vent for a minute and be done with it once and for all. After that five minutes, then I can begin to work on being more constructive or after that five minutes, I can be done with it and move on. But ultimately like five minutes to, to get it out. And it doesn't have to be a five minute rule necessarily. I mean, again, that's my thing. I don't expect you to have to think like me, but a set amount of time so that we're not not just stewing on something all day. And in terms of how this works for communication and like just even relationship building is if I'm reliving this negative thing over and over and telling everybody about it, A, I'm becoming that kind of Demi Downer kind of guy. I'm, all I do is talk about my problems and the same problems over and over and never do anything to to fix them. Just want to vent, just want to talk, just want to whine. So that can start to push people off. But also it's bringing me to a negative state to where it's like I'm unable to change my attitude or, or change the course of my day because I'm choosing to keep this thing alive. And at any rate, I'm sure we've all come across people that anytime you talk to them, it's kind of like, stand by, here comes a list, a laundry list full of how somebody done did me wrong. You know, I've been in that situation and have avoided speaking with people because I have no desire to just be dumped on for the next 45 minutes to an hour. It, it's There are times when I have the capacity for that and there are times when I don't. And, uh, you know, in general, if that's what a person presents to me, I'm probably going to keep my distance from that person. Um, and so again, improving communication, improving relationships, people with ourselves, don't be Debbie Downer. <laughs> um, this next one is kind of similar, but it is geared more towards uh, long-term relationships. And again, that could be long-term friendships too. It doesn't have to be necessarily intimate relationships, but we are all imperfect people. We all make mistakes. We all have things that we are great at. We all have quirks. 
And again, we are all so different. I think there's a lot of media out there and a lot of different influences that have tried to lead me at times to believe that there is some perfect setup where everything is is great. I'm never going to argue. I'm never going to have disagreements and <clears throat> life is just going to be unicorns and rainbows the whole time as soon as I meet her. Well, I believe that a lot of that is false. <laughs> I believe strongly that wherever there are two people, there will be conflict always. Now hear me on this. Conflict does not need to be fighting, arguing at each other's throat, anything of that nature. But there will be conflicts. There will be different thoughts, different opinions, different attitudes that when two people are attempting to get on the same page, there it may cause a little bit of friction. And that's okay. That's actually healthy and normal. And the better that I get at dealing with those kind of situations the more trust it actually builds, the more confidence it builds in a relationship. And so I mentioned all this because similar to my five-minute rule for venting, I have another kind of five rule that I use, um, but it's more a five-year rule. And what that is, is when there's some kind of conflict, some kind of problem that comes up, and that conflict has you know, enough of an impact that I think about it, that it causes some some challenges for me, whether long-term or momentarily. I have to ask myself, if this thing doesn't change, will I be okay in five years? Will I be okay in 10 years? You know, kind of look down the road and determine, is this something that I'm willing to sit with? And there's going to be things that are like, yes, absolutely, this does bother me a little bit, but it's not a deal breaker. It's not something that makes me crazy. But there's going to be other times where it's like, I don't want to deal with this for another day, let alone every day for the next five years. Like, I can't do this. And the fact of the matter is, this is a very challenging place to be. And we've got to be very, very honest with ourselves and with the other person involved. But I know from experience that Taking these steps will save you a lot of drama, a lot of bickering, a lot of just back and forth conflict that's not productive and not healthy in the long run. And I think this stems from a place of, at least for me, I went through a phase of thinking that <laughs> I was so amazing that I could love somebody enough to change. they there were things about this person that were really great, but there were also things about this person that were like, they were, they uh, violated boundaries that I had set for myself and they violated kind of core principles of who I am, that things that I was not willing to compromise and I compromised. I, I didn't even compromise. I sacrificed in these areas. And, um, you know, I was still learning and growing at the time, but there was a large part of me that believed if I just stick it out, if I just love this person enough, they're going to change. They're going to correct this issue. And the fact of the matter is, 
I am 100% powerless to change anybody. People are responsible and only capable of changing themselves. And I've been in the situation of getting into a relationship, whether again, intimate relationships or just personal friendships, where there's things that I really want changed about this person and things that are at the foundation of who I am, not okay. But I choose to look so much at the the good things, the positive aspects of this person. And again, just think that like, okay, I'm so important. I'm so great. I'm so amazing that they're the the right of them to just be in my presence is going to cause them to change, right? Like, I mean, I hope that sounded ridiculous because it was meant to. Um, the, the reality is we don't change as people until we determine that we need to change. And typically we don't change until the pain of change is greater than the pain of staying the same, which I'm sure you guys have heard me say before. But if I am dating somebody in a relationship with somebody and I let them know there's this horrible thing that I won't tolerate and I continue to tolerate it. Well, I'm not giving them any reason to have to change because they're able to continue on in their life and take the path of least resistance and be who they are, even though I'm allowing it to persist and I'm allowing it to upset me and I'm allowing it to create all that conflict in the relationship. And let's face it, some of us are scared of being alone. Some of us are scared of, of severing those ties and we will stay in unhealthy, toxic relationships for far too long for fear of being alone. And again, that's a whole nother conversation because we all love to be so proud that we mask our insecurities and don't like to admit that stuff. But that's what it boils down to a lot of times. But anyway, the the productive side of this is that we have that opportunity up front to evaluate a behavior, to evaluate a decision and really think out to a time where if if this thing has been going on every day for five years, will I still feel the same way about this person that I do right now? Or will I just be disgusted with them? Will I be like, I hate this, I need it to go away? And you know, it might be hard to walk away early when it's like some seemingly small issue, but those things grow, they grow and grow. The more that it happens, it just, it's like just putting more dirt in the hole or digging the hole deeper, however you want to look at it, but it's just piling it on over and over and over until we get to the point where I can't tolerate this behavior. Like I just hate it. It makes me sick. And so now the mere sight of this person makes me sick. And again, that all gets cut off by being early and upfront and honest with ourselves about, is this something that I can tolerate next year, next three years, next five years? So yeah, those are Jonesy's little kind of tricks, tips, and whatever you want to call it for improving communication, improving relationships with others and with ourselves. And uh, true change starts with the individual. So have you gotten things out of life over and over that you don't want? 
maybe it is time to take a little look at yourself and do some reflection and, and see what it is you need to, to work on. I love you all, and that's all I got. Hope you folks have a great week, and know that as you sit right here, right now, that you are enough. You have inherent value that cannot be taken from you. You are loved, you are appreciated, and no matter what you do, it will not take away from the amazing person that you are. That's all I got. Have a great week.